0: everyone talks about these companies we talk with them welcome to insider talks the show where we interview china-based professionals on hot and thought-provoking topics
1: Welcome to Insider Talk. I'm Grace, a project manager at Dasha Consulting, and we're going to take a closer look at the cutting edge of digital marketing in China. Data empowerment and digital marketing has been a high-profile topic in recent years for consumer branding and e-commerce operations in China. It's also an area we've been clo- following closely within the Dasha team. Through today's discussion, we also hope to join you in gaining a deeper understanding of the data marketing tools represented by Alibaba Data and what specific data dimensions and practical applications they offer to frontline consumer brands. We're fortunate to have Mr. Mu Mian, um, Vice President of China Qingwu Technology Division with us here today to share his observations and thoughts on these topics. Qimu Technology is a well-known digital sales service provider in China with rich practical experience in e-commerce operations and digital marketing and has also provided digital growth solutions for many well-known brands in China. Mr. Mu himself also has very rich industry experience in digital business operations. Hello, Mr. Mu. Can you briefly introduce yourself to everyone?
0: Hello, I'm Mu Mian of Qimu Technology. So I currently have been in the e-commerce industry for more than 11 years. And now I'm currently in charge of business operations, including data insights, consumer operations and traffic operations.
1: We can start talking about uni marketing. Uni marketing is a change in marketing ecology that Alibaba proposed in 2016. I'd like to ask Mr. Mu to talk about how you perceive the concept of uni marketing and what impact Alibaba has had on brand operations and growth in China over the past four years.
0: So uni marketing is a concept that is proposed by Alibaba in 2016 with the initial intention to enhance marketing through four dimensions of digitalization. The first one is for insight of data. And um, the second is the Omni-Channel, Omni-Touchpoint, as well as omni And nearly after four years development, Chinese brands are finally convinced that digitalization can help them grow nowadays. And data allows brands to understand more clearly about the customer base and the deeper needs of them. So this process is very significant in two ways. Brands can not only optimize the supply of their brands as a deeper understanding of consumer needs will lead to more accurate product development and market supply, thus improving supply efficiency. But also, data can be used to understand more clearly the purchase channels of consumers so as to achieve accurate digital marketing. The core sound concept is to improve the efficiency of supply chain marketing. And in the past four years, we have seen the actual results.
1: Very interesting. Next, we break down these more macro influences into industries. We learned that um, fashion and beauty and skincare are strong areas for qingmu technology. So how does um, uni marketing manifest itself in in the operation of the top tier brands in these two
0: areas? Well, there are actually many cases and I can analyze um, two of them. So Echo is a very well known shoe brand in uh, Northern Europe and worldwide. So it's a very important customer to us. Uh, We were able to help Echo find the right strategy for their transformation of rejuvenation through data insights. Well, in recent years, Echo has actually encountered the problem of targeting the younger generation because the brand's original customer base is older, like 35 years old plus, and the style is um, business oriented but most fashion brands are, are like more interested in capturing the attention of young people. Uh, in the Chinese footwear market, there is actually a trend of um, sportification, which implies that most people prefer sporty products. So ECHO wanted to design sports footwear to capture the young people that, and thus achieve the transformation of usefulness. But the effect, was turned out not significant. So in the end, we spent a year to gain insights into Echo's potential customers through Timo and our own strategy center. And we found that the domestic sports footwear market in China is not absolutely young. There are two markets. The first one is um, Nike, Adidas, and Vans. They actually dominate the, the sports market for the young people. However, there's another market that is ignored by the company which is the sports footwear market for mature people who are thirty years thirty like thirty-five years old and above with purchasing power and wish to have a sports look rather than having um let's say business dressing needs. So so, with this crowd is the crowd, this the customer that Echo should capture. And the market that Echo is capturing is not this group of people, but rather people who have just graduated from school, who has a weak purchasing power, and have a need for Britain's wear So uh, eventually, we help Echo to clarify the brand's um, three year development strategy. And Echo should capture the younger demographics through a specific formal connection, while the sports should, should appeal to the mature people. So um, this consultation was actually very disruptive.
1: The case that you just mentioned is very interesting. Normally, we would assume maybe, you know, sports are more associated with young people. But through the background data, you capture the demographic that Echo sneakers should really appeal to. Um, I'm curious to know how we found this trend through the data.
0: Well, this is a tool that leverages Ali's uh, strategy center. We can understand the consumer across the industry. And we can see both the consumer behavior preference of the um, sports industry and the preference of uh, traditional men's and women's fashion shoe customers. So comparing these two consumer groups, we found a lot of very interesting observations. So um, first, uh, the data is more complete. And secondly, the dimensions of the data should be more complete as well. Because when you want to understand the group information of customers, like what they bought, which brands they bought, and of course, their searching behavior, like their searching patterns. So we can use this information to dig deeper needs, which can reflect a more segmented market. So our team also has a deeper understanding of the retail. And when the industry understanding and the data are put together, disruptive results will occur.
1: Very interesting. Our podcast listeners may not be particularly familiar with the concept of a data center. Can you please introduce it? Um, Who typically uses it? And what are the data permissions and data
0: dimensions? Well, the data center actually um, contains two areas, one is the um, database, data bank, and one is the strategy center. The difference between the two is, well, still relatively large.
1: Um, yes, when you mentioned a case study of ECHO, you mentioned how you use the strategy center to help them capture the right group of potential customers. Let's talk a little bit about the strategy center.
0: Well, the strategy center is a large digital platform that contains like data on markets, consumers, and goods. So this dimension is relatively complete. The biggest value of the behavioral data is that it can reflect the potential and explicit needs of customers.
1: Who can use the strategy center?
0: Currently, it's mostly Ali service providers.
1: Is that data permission limited to your own industry domain, or is it cross domain or industry?
0: So these are two issues. Data permission is something that the brand itself has to apply. Of course, there are um, thresholds such as um, brand influence, and Alibaba has an uh, independent team will uh, do the screening and review. And when the re- review is passed, brands will um, will get the, their permission.
1: Do brands use the strategy center very frequently internally?
0: There are still relatively few brands using strategy centers internally. Um, They understand the importance of data and its value, but using this tool efficiently requires data insight skills. The people who can use data insights well are very knowledgeable, and these types of people are limited. Within retail brands in general.
1: Okay, so you just mentioned that you will be sharing two cases. So the first one is just a fashion related case. I wonder what case observations you can share with us in the beauty and skincare field.
0: The areas of beauty and skincare is actually not something I'm particularly good at. Well I can share one one or more sports related case. So this brand is the, uh, the American brand, Skechers. We found through the um, the data that this brand has a very special product, Clunky Sneakers. Um, this segment occupies a large part of Skechers business and has also caused the uh, trend of pop shoes. Uh, the other name for uh, Clunky Sneakers is Panda Shoes. And we found through the data that the word. Panda Shoes is already very unfamiliar to the younger customer groups in China, but the people over like 35 years old know more about this world. This also reflects a big gap, that is, the brand has invested a huge marketing budget, but consumers are unfamiliar with the keyword. Our conclusion is that the brand's marketing budget is um, more focused on brand marketing, but in the fields of sports, other brands and consumers are more focused on product marketing. Uh, through further analysis, we found that there is a difference in the way that um, customer perceive Skechers and other sports brands. Uh, for example, consumers refer to new, new balance as comfortable and Sketchers as girly, we help Sketches marketing to find a unique discovery point. And for the following years, we focused on the keyword girly to um, to improve the effectiveness and efficiency of their marketing efforts.
1: Next, after we talk about the macro industry trends and the operation of the first tier brands, we will specifically talk about marketing tools. Data banking is a very important topic for us. First of all, can you briefly introduce what kind of platform Ali's Data Bank is? And then what does this dashboard look like?
0: Ali's Data Bank has three big functions. First is the analysis of um, consumer assets. In the past, I could reach some customers through advertising, and then it was Then that's done. But through the Data Bank, we can do each finished activities and each marketing to reach the crowd recorded in the data bank. So for example, if a brand does does, um, an ad placement on Double Eleven, and those people who watch the ad will be um, deposited in the data bank, which is convenient for the brand to do the second reach. After six months, I I record through the reach. A large part of this group of people is likely to buy. Um, through the through the data analysis, this uh, information becomes an asset, not a specific traffic. The second point is that brands can do like very intuitive consumer insights. They can go through multiple dimensions to um, to group people in the in the brand's private domain, and brands can follow the chain to group people and see the gap between them. They can also do a deeper analysis of the most premium people, such as um, fan members. Um, For example, what are the differences between people who buy product A and product B? You can can also analyze people by location, such as the difference between people in first-tier cities and second-tier cities. We can also customize the crowds. For example, there are uh, people who care most about uh, trends and people who focus significantly on quality in, in, the, in, the, like, in the clothing market. Through so different dimensions, we can do deep brand analysis.
1: About the consumer data analysis that you just said, does a brand use relatively organic data, such as a certain crowd tag in what city, age, and then cross analysis? or is it actually more defined process data and that the brand can only do analysis on top of this process data?
0: Uh, Most of them are tagged by Tmall and we follow the tag dimension to group people. The dimension is the group dimension, not subdivided into um, each customer in the group.
1: So from the data bank, we can't really reach the granular dimension of every consumer, right?
0: That is correct. Only the granularity of the crowd can be captured.
1: For the granularity of the crowd, let me give you an example. Is it possible that Ali can choose both Crowd A and Crowd B and Crowd C, and then the brand goes to see the crossover in the middle?
0: For sure. There are three dimensions of data, intersection, union, and difference.
1: You have just mentioned two points. One is consumer data analysis, and the second one is consumer insight. And what is the third one?
0: The third is the application of data. The focus is on the data bank to push the selected crowd into the marketing tools. So for example, I can connect with Alibaba's diamond show advertising through this channel to reach the people selected by the data bank.
1: This strategy can actually align with our precision marketing, right? Yes. When we do media placement, what is the granularity of this? And will there be city, age, and other dimensions besides the population?
0: Information like city and age are called a crowd tag in Ali's application.
1: What would the crowd tag within Alibaba include?
0: So population-based attributes such as um, age, city tiers, um, city tiers, um, spending powers, occupations, etc. So it also includes the um, the strategic population of the industry, such as the um, sports population, apparel population, um, shoes population. Uh, we can also circle people according to the uh, commodity, like commodity dimension. Such as people who bought which products and which brands. We can also f- follow the shopping behavior of consumers, such as the um, the keyword searched, like what content has been browsed and what item has been purchased. So we can also follow the links of, of the crowd that entered in the browser, such as um, like AIPL as well as Om- omni touch points.
1: What are the omni touch points that you just mentioned?
0: So um, let's say I am coming in through the, um, the diamond show, or through a brainstorming, we call each of these advertising channels, many touch points.
1: So here in the consumer group tag, we can see some consumer group tags of our own brands' products in the databank, and then when we place them, we can use the intersection, union, and difference strategy to make such a placement, right?
0: Yes, um, placement is just one dimension, there, it's more about um, analysis and insights.
1: We have so many data tags in the data bank. Are they more for our own brands, or can we also see what's happening with competing brands and the industry altogether? Are these profiles in a more granular form, or is it just a parameter?
0: Um, the data bank is called a bank because it has its own private domain data and the brand does not see the data of the industry as a whole.
1: Can the brand even see some reference coefficients for the industry?
0: Um, a little bit. I should say very little. We don't, we don't think it's worth much.
1: What does the data bank dashboard look like roughly? Can you describe it for us?
0: Um, I can provide screenshots for you but it will be more difficult to describe through language.
1: Yeah, for sure. You can blur out the brand data as people are mainly looking at the modules, the data dimensions, and then roughly what it looks
0: like. Uh, I've sent screenshots in the group. You can refer to it then. Thank you very much. So the way we
1: go about connecting to the data bank will be through the API.
0: Um, the data bank itself is not connected to API, so the data can only go in, but not out. Um, brands can upload their own brand data on data bank, but not export from the data bank.
1: Well, what would it typically look like for a brand to upload their own data?
0: Um, for example, I can upload the um, Offline membership data to the data bank for for ad reach, you can upload uh, Weibo data to the data bank for, uh, for data insights. So data
1: banks are able to aggregate data from social media and then other channels as long as brands are willing to provide it, right? Yes. Will there be any official training tutorials or materials on the use of data bank?
0: Yes, there will be. Um, There will be a um, help button in the back-end account of the data bank, and there will be a very detailed training tutorial in this channel.
1: Generally speaking, which teams of the brand are using the data bank? Um, Just now we have talked about there will be the SV, such as independent service providers, NTP, and other brand agency big data team. Is there anyone else that will use the data bank?
0: Um, currently, it is mainly the um, the data service providers who use them. Uh, we currently have, currently have um, two teams doing this data service. The media use less. Um, the brand will also try to cooperate with such teams, but they are more to do this to do this piece of business and uh, put forward this demand. So let the, let the service providers to cooperate with them, but, but they will not do this kind of business themselves.
1: Because we have some brands that want to take advantage of such data banks and also want to be able to form digital teams within their brands. So what do you think is the biggest threshold for such a situation? In other words, what is the biggest competitive advantage for our service providers to offer such a service?
0: Uh, I think there will be two difficulties. Uh, if brands set up, up, up their own data teams, the first obstacle they will met is that the, um, the talent is scarce. So at present, the number of quality talents who can really do data insights in this industry uh, is actually low. And the second one is that for a single brand to build such a team, the costs tend to be very high. As a service provider, our advantage is that we can serve more brands and the cost of the team can be shared to the lowest, which actually helps brands reduce costs. Um, secondly, we are, a, uh, we are a professional team and we can improve each other's progress because information can be like circulated very quickly.
1: Have you observed any interesting data application cases in the industry? For example, how are top-tier brands using data banking, and what are the actual results achieved? Um,
0: I don't think it's um, interesting, Um, but most of the cases are, are rather routine. So in China, the application of data banking are some of the more conventional cases. Um, for example, every time Ali is doing a big promotion, we will do uh, a customer asset analysis and um, GTA deconstruction. And in the past, when we did this promotion, we would break down the promotion target. Previously, it was uh, GMV to traffic. Um, this year, we split more finely. We split. We will split the traffic to the crowd. After After doing the um, the whole inventory, we will plan out the um, the marketing action and target reach. Another case is the selection of brand spokesperson. When a brand is looking for a celebrity as a brand spokesperson, it may not have a good data measurement tool in the past. So it doesn't know which celebrity to choose, and it relies more on its own human judgment. Today, we can upload the followers of certain celebrity on Weibo to our bank and judge how well the celebrity's follower match the brand's fans. So this is a more scientific way to judge which celebrity might become the suitable brand spokesperson, like food, the most suitable brand spokesperson.
1: So the data bank is able to tag different celebrities with target user groups.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Weibo is a media channel within the Ali system, and it can be closely connected to the data bank. So the Weibo followers of celebrity can be uploaded to the databank for insights.
1: So similar to doing insights on celebrity users, is it a separate module or does it belong to a particular module?
0: Um, it belongs to the customer population analysis.
1: You just mentioned that the current industry focus on targets such as uh, GMV as KPI when doing a promotion and then split it into different groups of people to ensure that the final results can achieve such KPI. Um, Alibaba wanted to achieve accurate consumer targeting through refined user asset management when building the AIPL model. However, we have heard the argument that the predictive power of the AIPL model may not be sufficient to build the perfect predictive model in the actual marketing application because of the limited sample size of the analysis. Its explanatory power may not be that high, but rather increase the burden of brands' investment costs on Tmall. For example, a brand may want to invest 10,000 yuan to reach a 100,000 GMV, just to give out an example, and then when we split it into different groups of people, it's not sure whether these groups can actually reach uh, the real GMV. So the brand will increase its cost investment, and the overall marketing investment return on capital is not so high. I don't know if that's the case in your industry or not. Uh,
0: we have not encountered such problem actually. Uh, we think the sample size of the data bank is large enough. Because when the population has not reached like has not reached like 2000, it is not able to form this population and provide such analysis. So it, if it is said that the um, the effect of paid brand advertising is reduced because of the bank's demographic, uh, we will think it is not the problem of the data bank, but the strategy of media selection. Um, for example, if brands use um, data banks to do a lot of diamond show placements, it will definitely lead to, uh, to a lower marketing effect because the marketing cost of this channel is high and they do not have uh, a professional team to analyze paid paid strategic advertising. Uh, they will have some deviations in this development of channel and will mislead the brand. Uh, we've, we've also met some customers who would add budget to their diamond show channels to more than uh, 50%, which is very fatal because it, it might be not even be 10% in our company. I think this is the problem of the nature, uh, problem of the nature of the channel.
1: You just mentioned that we split the GMV into the link conversion of specific crowd traffic. But in terms of the specific conversion rate of link conversion, this parameter should be obtained from past placement experience, right? For example, maybe from a demo analysis, for example, the same crowd, how much money I put in, how much conversion return, how is such a conversion rate defined?
0: Um, Of course, based on uh, historical data to do the extrapolation.
1: How high is the explanatory power of the results of such derivation in general?
0: Um, The accuracy rate is basically above 95% if it is an established brand.
1: If it's cross-industry speaking, um, for example, the consumer chain of the beauty section is more stable, or is the prediction pretty much accurate for all industries?
0: Uh, for closing, it will be a little bit more accurate, because the entire width of the uh, commodity is relatively wide, and the lifestyle is also relatively short, the, uh, so the, uh, the, the, uh, the crowd tend interference factor will be, um, will be less. For FMCG, there will be uh, certain fluctuations, because marketing events have a greater impact on target groups, at a great and like a large market campaign can affect the size of the target audience, so the accuracy in the FMCG segment will be a little bit lower.
1: So you just mentioned that if a brand wants to open a data bank, it needs a threshold. So what are the specific dimensions of the threshold?
0: Um, the threshold is not particularly high. The first is that the um, the brand needs to pass the official data bank exam before it can apply for approval. The bank office has special conditions for applying to open.
1: I have heard before that it seems that a brand needs daily sales of a hundred thousand or more to open the data bank. Is that still the case?
0: Uh, we haven't encountered such a problem. Uh, maybe the brands we serve are relatively large. From the brand's point of view, if the volume is very small, there is no much point in opening a data bank.
1: So, what free and paid services will be available after the data bank is opened?
0: Um, basically, it's all free. There are no paid modules. Uh, most most of it is data from uh, from branded private domains.
1: So is there a level of data access that brands can get? For example, what kind of scale will you be able to get more data access after you reach it?
0: Uh, No, there is currently no data grid in the data bank.
1: So data banking is basically the same for all, right?
0: Uh, Well, yes. um, There is a difference in data level between uh, Dharma disk and strategic center, but no data bank.
1: How are the differences in permissions set up in the strategy center?
0: Um, At present, there will be two versions of the strategy center. One is the new customer strategy and one is the the strategy center. The new new customer strategy only has consumer data and commodity data, but the uh, the strategy center contains, uh, contains market data. In the market data, brands can do uh, market segmentation, get the, um, the industry's transaction data. And the second is the difference of categories. Uh, for example, Echo, I may get the data of Chelsea groups, but I can't get the data of, um, of marketing groups.
1: So this is not even a secondary category. It's a very detailed and tiny category below it, right?
0: Uh, yes, to a tertiary category.
1: Can the industry data be refined to several levels of categories?
0: Most territory.
1: We just talked more about the AIPL model. So for the fast-growth of these two models, is there any practical application in top-tier brand's operations, or is it more at the conceptual level?
0: Um, the concept of fast-growth was actually launched at the end of 2019. And and the brand was uh, vigorously promoted for a year in, uh, in 2020. So the concept consumption is also there, and the, um, the implementation on the ground is also there. But it's still hard for me to describe.
1: If this is a difficult uh, question to answer, then we can give one to two examples of what has been implemented as well.
0: Um, Fast growth is is a model tool that cannot be seen in a completely separate way. So first of all, this is an idea. After the platform traffic dividend has reached the top, the brand wants to see business growth. So in fact, this uh, digitalization is a very important graph. Through through the um, digitalization, Brands can use finer insights into the needs of consumers to find, let's say, opportunities for the business growth. The platform has a lot of implementation scenarios, such as um, FAST has the, has the uh, strategic, crowd presentation, like a strategic crowd penetration scenarios, uh, cross-industry penetration scenarios, and marketing tool scenarios. Of course, the effect of these scenarios is mixed. And for Google, last year some brands had the case of uh, categorical gradual growth. Uh, in in virus industry, they will select quality brands to do the dig- digital insights to help in this growth. So I think the effect is still good, but after all, it is a concept and cannot be like an uh, operational tool. I think it is is enough to have like 50% of the implementation and some good brands will use this tool and recognize the importance of digitalization.
1: So after we talk about data banking, let's also talk about Ali's other marketing tools. This is what many of our um, consumers will ask. For example, what kind of data will data management platform provide? What is the difference between it and Ali's data bank in terms of data dimension? Because they feel that uh, both applications are related to user information.
0: The two brands are positioned differently. Data bank is more of a brand's private domain, the analysis of their own brand assets and refined operation and insights. However, data management platform is more of a marketing tool, a third-party advertising data platform. Customers can do better, like advertising in Alibaba through um, data management platform. So the functions of the two p- two programs are actually different. As far as the function modules are concerned, all the functions that data bank has are available in the uh, data management platform. So in fact, two teams are actually competing, and the difference is that data management platform can get the data of the whole industry, not just the um, the private domain of the brand.
1: We have just mentioned a lot about the strategy center. What role do you think the Strategy Center plays in Alibaba's marketing, and what is its relationship with the data bank?
0: Um, The data bank is the brand's private domain, and the strategy bank is the full domain. The Strategy Center allows you to see the data of the um, the whole whole industry, competing products, and, and the brand itself, of course. So the strategy center can see all the information of customers, but not the data bank. Uh, strategy center can tell us what kind of brand customers like, their search behavior and the products they buy. So the information is more, more complete. Uh, strategy center is mainly to help brands find opportunities and strategies for brand growth.
1: Well, does strategy center charge people.
0: Um, there is currently no charge.
1: So it's open and in a rollout phase as a whole, right?
0: Well, it's limited open, only the top tier brands will have access.
1: We have just talked about those tags in the placement or in the bank, as well as a specific tags. Our customers will be curious to know how detailed these tags can be. For example, we just talked about demographic attributes such as age. Is it an age group or is it something like um, blah, blah, blah years old? For example, is it a city? Is it divided by northeast, southwest? Or is it by tiers? Or can it be specific to a particular city?
0: The current age is the age group, such as um, 18 to 24 years old, 25 to uh, 29 years old. Like every 10 years, uh, no, sorry, every five years of span, city-wise, it is um, first-year cities second tier cities like this not to a specific city
1: in terms of tier one cities are we applying the traditional sense of tier one cities or the new tier one cities
0: um the new first tier city
1: so second tier cities like hangzhou are not being separated up either right
0: this is a a very specific question and so i need to go back and confirm it i'm worried it i it will uh, mislead people Any different applications will have different definitions of um, certain information.
1: Okay, so all the systems are not entirely connected yet?
0: Um, No, there will be some deviations.
1: We've explored very interesting topics, and we're very grateful to Mr. Mu for coming to our discussion today, and we love to hear your comments and interactions in the background. If you're interested in digital marketing strategy, you're also welcome to contact us afterwards. Thank you so much.